And we're live. Good morning and welcome to the Engine Builder Show, where we talk about how to build sustainable engines in your business and personal life so you can achieve freedom and time of free and time and freedom of money as an entrepreneur. This show is brought to you by Business Marketing Engine. If you need traffic, high-quality leads, websites, and custom-fit marketing solutions to plan, build, and grow your business, check out businessmarketingengine.com. And now let's see what engines we're going to build today. Gabe? Thanks, Jethro. And good morning, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be able to, to be doing this show. Uh, like I mentioned yesterday, we'll be doing this on a daily basis uh, during the week, and we may, we may end up going Saturday and Sunday at some point as well. Uh, but today, I'd, I'd really want to talk about, you know, how to show up for, for your team so they win, because I think that one of the things that is not as, uh, maybe not as widely talked about early on in the entrepreneurial journey is the fact that it's really important to build a successful team around you. Uh, you're not, in my experience, you're not going to go from, you know, winning um, the, the big projects and, and growing um, the company that you want until the point that you start to build a team around you, even if that's just like I started out where I started, uh, you know, with just getting a personal assistant and getting some things off my plate. That was this, that was the first uh, point where I started to scale the company. And that was seven or eight years ago now. Um, and so part of, part of that, you know, process of growing in as an entrepreneur is growing a team. And in order to, um, in order to grow your team, I really, you know, just feel it's really important from a leadership perspective to, to show up for their, your team in a way that's going to help them win and help them grow as well. And so there's a handful of things that um, I've learned over the years that have been been helpful and, and so, you know, really made it easier to grow a team that, that, you know, loves showing up to work with me and being part of my team. And so just want to talk through some of those things today and with the hope that it will be um, helpful to you. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And, and you can leave those in the comments below and, and we'll definitely be able to get back to you on that as well. So the first thing uh, that I didn't realize early on, but I'm uh, realizing and learning more and more over the last couple of years is that it's really important to give your team emotional safety. And what I mean by that is I believe that there's so many, um, unfortunately, there's so many team members that will join us that worked for somebody who didn't care about what was going on in their personal life, um, probably ridiculed them or made fun of them when they, you know, weren't doing well, or just ended up saying, you know, derogatory or, or mean things to them. And anytime that uh, someone's been treated like that, they're going to come into a new workplace or a new team. And it's, it's, you know, very realistic and fair that they'll feel like, oh, I'll, I'll probably be treated that way again here. And so one of the things that um, I always realize is that in some senses, I have to basically rehabilitate team members when they join our team, because unfortunately, they've been treated unfairly um, and treated poorly. And so knowing that in the beginning of, of the relationship with somebody gets to join our team, uh, I really try to do my best to take time to talk to them about, you know, things they've learned in the past, what, the, what, you know, their life experience is like, what, what they're interested in, what, what they love, you know, doing on um, outside of work. And I also let them know that there's going to be mistakes that happen, but as soon as they're stuck, um, they should reach out. And we have, we have a rule called the five minute rule on our team where we say, Hey, if you're stuck for more than five minutes, reach out. And the reason for that is we don't want anybody struggling alone. And also um, every opportunity that I have and that the other leaders on our team have um, to show somebody that, hey, we're here to support you and guide you. We want to do that because we don't want somebody, again, to be, feel like they're alone. That's that's not the point of being on a team. So just um, and that's just kind of touching on the surface of, of emotional safety. But 
I've realized that the more safety that I give my team, the more they feel comfortable to really do their best work um, and, and perform well and really serve our clients at, at the highest level as well, which is which is really important to us. Uh, related to that, the, the other thing that, that I think is really key as, as we look at how we show up for our teams is that we really focus on investing in them. And I mean, on multiple fronts from spending consistent time um, training and teaching and showing them how things, you know, how we do things and, and how to, you know, learn new skills to paying for actual training courses or coaches or consultants to come in. Um, it's really the investment kind of view and perspective to me is about showing up in a way that they know whatever support they need, whatever help they need, that you're willing to help them get there. And it's, it's an attitude, you know, of, of what I think, you know, as a leader, I have to have that attitude of wanting to, you know, show up and make sure they have all the support they need. And it's also a actual, you know, financial investment. Um, we spend a lot of, you know, money each quarter investing in, like I said, courses or consultants or training, because I know that if our team members are growing and learning more, that not only are they going to be more engaged and love what they're doing and, and just feel valued as they truly are, but additionally, they're also going to be able to serve our clients more effectively. They're going to be able to be more effective in their roles. And, you know, as in all relationships, in my opinion, the more you invest, the more you get out of it. And, and it's something that um, is just important to me. So that's that's the second thing. The third thing, and then I'll have one, one last thing here, is I believe regardless of what happens on your team, that you as, as the founder, as the leader, um, you take responsibility for it. And so even when things aren't going well, um, even when things are a challenge and even when a team member makes a mistake, ultimately, if you're the if you're the founder, you're the CEO, you're the owner of the company, it is your responsibility and and you need to, to take ownership for that. Uh, and that's something that isn't always comfortable when there's you know mistakes that are made. Um, it isn't always comfortable when you realize maybe you put somebody in the wrong role. Um, you know, accidentally, um, there's definitely times that taking responsibility just isn't fun and it's not comfortable. But end of the day, I, I truly believe that it's it's really important to take full responsibility for your team and, you know, stand up and show up for them. So even when they make mistakes, you, you know, you show up and, and you support them. And also when there's times where there's something that's challenging um, with a client or there's a project that's not going well, um, ultimately, you know, taking responsibility and standing up for them and protecting them is your job as the leader, as, as the founder of, of a company or as an owner in any leadership position, I just truly believe that it's our responsibility to show up and, and support our team and protect them. Um, and the last thing I'll share, which I didn't I didn't learn this until earlier this year, actually, is that I think, uh, I, I know for me, early on in my career as an entrepreneur, I just assumed that my team would know what to do in different situations. And obviously, assuming doesn't, doesn't help anything. It doesn't really work. But um, I assumed that they would know what to do. And since that was didn't was ineffective, they didn't know what to do. I I realized um, that one of the best tools that you can give to your team is creating guiding principles um, or core values, however you want to label those. But we we call ours guiding principles, and those guiding principles are the externalization of your values and beliefs and how you make decisions and how you behave in um, in day to day life, and so. I sat down um, and gratefully um, had a friend kind of coach me through some of it and wrote out how I make decisions, what I believe. Um, one of you know one of my beliefs is taking you know ownership and taking action, just like I talked about you know a little bit ago here. And so we actually have um, fifteen different guiding principles that explain how we act, how we behave, 
what we do in different situations as a team and help my team know what to do in different situations. And that's, um, it's been incredibly powerful. I didn't realize how important it was, but now if, you know, if somebody doesn't know what to do, they can refer to our guiding principles and they can make decisions from that. One of our, one of our guiding principles is continuous improvement. And what's been really um, exciting and impressive and just amazing to me is since rolling out our guiding principles, I have had multiple team members unprompted reach out and say, hey, I know one of our guiding principles is continuous improvement. And so I noticed this area where I think we can grow and improve. And so, uh, and, and to me as a, as a leader and as, um, as you know, founder founding this company, it's really exciting to have other people come to me and say, hey, here's how I think we can improve. Here's things we can change and grow. Like that type of initiative is just incredibly valuable to me and makes our whole organization better. And so I think that that's the, um, that's the thing to pay attention to is if you externalize who you are into a set of guiding principles or core values, then your team can operate in the same kind of headspace that you do and they can start to make decisions in the way you do. So that's the other thing that I know um, has been beneficial to our team. But what I'd love to hear from, from you that are watching is how do you show up for your team and, and serve and support them and, how, and what has been effective for you? Because I'd love to learn more about that. So appreciate everybody tuning in here and I'll turn it back to you, Jethro. Thank you, Gabe. Um, and that's it for now for the Engine Builder Show. We're glad that you joined us today to make sense of your entrepreneurial world and learn how to apply Gabe's thoughts and strategies to work for your success. For unique marketing solutions that will grow your unique business, head over to businessmarketingengine.com and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, everybody. See Thanks, you everyone. Time. Bye.